0: Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 117.
1: I'm Schmitty. I'm Stark. I'm Zonner.
0: And I'm Zook. And uh, if you haven't heard it yet, we recorded just last night with uh, Cliff Berrickman, friend of the Sasquatch, on our latest Stolen Droids Presents. So as soon as you're done with this podcast, you should definitely go and listen to that one.
2: Yes, and that was absolute awesomeness in a can right there is what that was. So.
0: It was canned, awesome. It was yes. still fresh, still fresh, but, but portable for backcountry <laughs> use. Um. Anyway, into our sponsors,
2: uh, and <laughs> you know, for backcountry use it could come in handy when you're sasquatching.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> squatch watching. Yep, squatching. That that should not be a phrase. I forget I said that. Anyway, into our sponsors. uh, We are brought to you by your friends at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, and stitcher.com. We're also brought to you again by gotomeeting.com. You know, summer is here. The weather is great. The kids are out of school. There are so many places you would rather be than work. But you know what? Even though you don't want to be at work work still needs to get done. Well, Good news, you can escape the office and still stay connected to your coworkers and clients, share ideas, problem solve, get things done. Just use GoToMeeting with HD Faces. It's the powerful and simple way to get things done and to be able to meet each other face to face from the comfort of your home. With GoToMeeting by Citrix, it just takes a click to share your screen and work on documents in real time. If you have a webcam, you're halfway there already. You just make an online meeting an HD video conference. You can easily join the meeting wherever you are, whenever you need to start using a computer, smartphone, or tablet. You can even present from your iPad. Uh, We want you to be able to try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For the special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com. Click on the Try It Free button and use the promo code PODCAST. Remember, use the promo code PODCAST. GoToMeeting is believing. Of course, we are unofficially brought to you by Salt Lake Comic Con as well. And we have news. We're not breaking it, unfortunately. But we have two new guests who will be joining the Salt Lake Comic Con.
1: And one guest is going out.
0: Ooh, well, we won't cover that. But uh, the dynamic duo, Adam West and Burt Ward, have joined Salt Lake Comic Con. Woohoo.
1: Wait, 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 wait! Adam West and Burt Ward. Wow! Okay,
0: Batman! Yeah, Batman and Robin from the from the '60s TV show will be there. Yeah, um, I heard that, and I did a slack jaw double take because it was kind of. It's not normal.
2: I I dare say that this is going to be possibly the most epic thing to ever happen in the state of Utah in forever.
0: Well, there was that one time Gozer showed up and we were able to banish him to a pocket dimension, but
3: this does
2: does rank pretty close. This does not involve (laughs) us crossing our streams, though, so... That pocket dimension does
3: open every once in a while and spits out
1: a huge gust of wind over my small town. So, well, there I'm only was around the twenty fourth of July, they've almost run, They've almost sold out of the Saturday only tickets. So, if you don't have your tickets yet, you may want to get them fast. This this is maybe one of those things where you're standing at the door, wanting to get in.
0: And scalping is legal in Utah. You don't want to be left having to wait for the scalpers. You know what? Go all out, though. Get the three day VIP pass. It's super affordable it comes with photo ops built in so you automatically get two photo ops you get a goodie bag you get a t-shirt this is just going to be awesome check out solidcomcon.com um it is going to be epic we're going to be there which just adds to the epicness so get a photo op with us
2: yes you
1: can we'll, <laughs> we and, won't and, charge please. as much we promise <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: as much Ooh,
0: could we charge <laughs> Can we finally make can some we, money off
2: this
1: site. I, I think uh, we'd probably
2: have to pay people to take pictures with us.
1: <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, We're come giving, back! No, you can take your picture with us. Come on, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, will you go? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that's the wrong person. That's the punchline.
1: <laughs> send your okay. Send your feedback to. <laughs> this is the uh, the
3: Halo episode one seventeen. Was John's tag number?
0: Today's random factoid <laughs> brought to you by Master
3: Chief, one seventeen.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, well, into our headlines, um, it's been a weird week, and we are, of course, recording this on a Wednesday as well not not our normal Thursday. So, if it sounds like we are kind of scraping, it's because we normally do the entire show, including the show notes, on Thursday.
2: Yeah, so, you know, that extra day makes a huge difference. Our brains need at least another 12 hours to be able to process the week's headlines. So we're kind of like firing on half-broken cylinders.
0: Not to mention Zahner and I were recording an interview 24 hours ago.
2: Yes. (laughs) But that interview was pure awesomeness. Go check it out. Now. Now. No, wait. Wait until we're done. Wait until you're done. So
3: if some awesome news comes out Thursday and you don't hear about us talk about it, on the podcast, that's why.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we will. We will. Send it to us. Uh, well, first up here, it's more NSA news. This, I get the feeling this is going to be kind of the flavor of the news for a while to come. Uh, it's and the, the first Sony one, hacking story
2: of 2013. Yes.
0: Yes, only it's the government hacking us, and they're a lot better at it. Um, Apple had to release a statement to the NSA, because I guess the NSA actually requested FaceTime information. And their video and iMessage. And Apple had to tell them, We're sorry, that's encrypted by design. We can't even, we don't even know which messages to send you because they're sending specific messages. They're not asking for a complete dump. And Apple had to tell them, We don't even know what messages are what. Everything's so encrypted. Sorry. Which has led to an interesting little bit of releva- revelation. Evidently, if you don't want your information on the web to be sniffable by the NSA, just encrypt it all,
3: and then Fifth Amendment amendment will protect you against revealing the uh,
0: the unlo- uh, decryption key. <laughs> Ooh, nice callback to a previous talking point. Yes, yes, you're right. That
2: is well played, now, Schmitty.
0: Yeah. Now, if you want to do secure uh, stuff like that, you can. Uh, there are ways about it i just discovered https any everywhere it's a chrome extension that automatically secures your your browsing data with an ssl uh, built right into chrome uh, i'm trying that out right now and it's kind of interesting but there are other ways to go about it uh, do you think this do you think that all this talk about the nsa prism and the surveillance is going to start breeding a more aware internet consumer? Do you think we finally have turned that corner where no. everyone's going to start? No?
2: No. People are stupid. People... I, I think I think
3: there will be a majority of the people that well, okay, I'm being too kind. I, a good-sized portion of people will, will fall over to a new category of, of security, but I think Zoner's right. The, the majority of people will continue using the internet like they always have
2: well one thing that we talked about in our interview with Cliff Berkman he said he pointed out human beings are arrogant and our arrogance leads to stupidity he didn't say that that's what I'm saying now Uh, and we're going to be going on. You're going to have people going out surfing the internet the way that they always have, and they're going to think, "Oh well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Nobody's looking at me. It doesn't matter." You know, they're they're just going to keep going, thinking that they're untouchable. That's well, my thought.
0: Yeah, and, and you're not wrong there. I think I think the one thing that people don't realize they have going through them, going for them, excuse me, is that, that they're still obscure enough. I mean, it's kind of like Apple security security through obscurity doesn't work for computer operating systems actually works surprisingly well for users some uh, information was released this week as part of its normal dump Uh, most tech companies will release their numbers uh, that the the federal government has requested user information page information happens all the time in the last six months Apple has had 5,000 federal requests Um, Yahoo had 13,000, Facebook had 18,000, Microsoft had 31,000. Now that sounds like a lot, right? That's a lot of people, but the funny thing is that Facebook, they're 18, uh, sorry, 18,000. Uh, let's, what's the math here. That is uh, 1,000th of a percent of all user accounts.
2: How many did Google have?
0: Uh, We don't know yet, and here's why. Google typically releases their numbers, but they're currently in a dispute with the NSA. They want to release their numbers, but they want to specify how many came from the NSA. They feel, and I, I, I don't have the quote right in front of me, but they had a quote that said, we feel that lumping them all together would obscure the data and is a step backwards for our users, which, you know, good for them. However, I, I wish they just released the numbers right now and maybe filter them out later. Yeah. So, what strikes me though is, other than Microsofts, these numbers are all sort of consistent with each other, don't you think? So, do you think it's less that the NSA is looking at all of our stuff, and more that it's looking at specific people's stuff? Do you think it's a percentage? To, what? what are,
2: who, who did you cross in the government is the question you need to be asking. Did, did you vote for the wrong guy? Did you donate to the wrong uh, political action committee? Do you give your money to the wrong charities or nonprofits? profits I, I honestly believe, you know, Nixon had his enemies list. I think that this government, and I'm not just talking about the president, I'm talking about the entire government... As their enemies list and I honestly believe that they're using this data against their enemies list
0: I'd be surprised if that was was not the case however that being said I don't think anyone in the government specifically knows that hey Zook talks about this a lot we should definitely follow him now don't get me wrong could it happen oh you bet but in my mind, and maybe I'm naive, and if we have listeners out there who disagree with me, please let me know. Please let any of us know, because this doesn't just affect the four of us. I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard any feedback about this yet. But it kind of, to me, goes back to what we talked about at Talking Point many, 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 many episodes ago of how you act online. If I was the kind of person who hopped on here every week and sh- talked about shooting the president...
2: Oh, crap. You, you just got us put on a watch list, Zook. <laughs>
0: but you know, if I was that kind of person, then yeah, it would kind of, uh, I would expect that we were probably going to be listened to, and I'd probably have my my phone tapped and my records chased down. But if you don't do that, then Kay. you're probably not going to end up on the list. So is that, uh, let, let me ask this question here before you you do your thing, but... Is that is that them infringing on my First Amendment rights, or is that me simply being decent? Is it a question of am I not that way because I feel like I can't be, or else they'll come and arrest me, or am I not that way simply because I don't think it's a decent thing to do?
2: I don't know. That's a good question, but you just used the three words in a row: "shoot the president." Those three words in a row. (laughs) That was monitored by the NSA. You just got us flagged, brother. <laughs> and well, I Hey, somebody's knocking on my door, I, hold yeah, on. At least our page
0: count our page views will go up. Well
2: that that would be nice, you know, get our listener numbers up. But you know, I'm pretty sure we've that i just I'm on,
0: we've just overtaken this week in tech at the top of the podcast <laughs> list.
2: I, I'm pretty sure that I'm on a few watch lists. I did a Google search the other day for a local news headline uh pertinent to my specific city that I live in regarding the city council that involved the word pipe bomb. And as soon as I searched that, I thought I just got put on yet another list. Because I'm pretty sure I'm on like half a dozen. I'll go to get on an airplane at some point and they'll say no, you can't fly. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. But you know, I I think that when you're online, you do and say things that you normally would do, and say, like maybe if you were drunk and didn't have that filter that that normally does, you know. The, I, the I internet lowers it. your inhibitions. It, it or does. Or something you would say it in does. private, yeah. yeah. Well, you're you're thinking of
1: the um, you're thinking of the an- anonymity thing, like when you basically can talk about anything you want because you're going to be the internet tough guy because you're just sitting behind a computer screen and you're not actually in front of the person actually seeing their face reaction. Yeah. That's what you're th- that's what you're thinking of, isn't it, Zoner?
2: Yeah, yeah, sort of. I mean, you know, like internet trolls. Who's to say they're not really trolls, you know? Yeah, they're they're anonymous. When,
3: we kind of brought that up when YouTube was going to start forcing people to use their real names for their uh, their accounts. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of it kind of brings a little more credibility to your comments when there's a real name and a face behind that. And for, for t- the first couple decades of the internet, people would hide behind... Uh, false names, pseudo pseudonames and and they would get away with saying a lot of different a lot of things that they couldn't say in public. so
1: well even before the internet back on BBS's you yeah. Know. yeah
0: well and let me let me tie, try and tie this back again to that to the whole talking point we had. Am I the way I am online? because the way I am online is actually the way I am in person. That's a personal choice I make because I don't hide behind a pseudonym or, or a handle. None of the four of us do, actually. Um, we, we brought it up. It was a question that a listener had once. These are all our
2: names. Is that because we're brave or because we're stupid?
0: <laughs> I think just because it's, it's so
2: exhausting
0: to try and keep up an online persona. But that's just my take on it. Yeah. So the way I am online is the way I am in person. And I know people out there will say, well, you, you act that way because you're you're scared of the man, you're scared of the government, you know, the government's holding you back, keeping you down. It's like, no, I wouldn't be that way anyway. But that's right. me, you know. Sure, the the really weird guy out there who feels who, who in the line in the subway says, hey, I should shoot the president. You know, he's kind of weird anyway.
1: I
2: can. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm going to have NSA people knocking on my door by the time we're done recording. <laughs> Who's that yeah. behind you,
1: Zoner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, so it,
0: it, I sh- we should probably use a different phrase because I, I find that phrase, that very idea, kind of abhorrent, actually. I find it quite disrespectful. It doesn't matter who the president is. That's... That's just not a right thing to say. But people do. People say stupid things all the time. And I almost want to tell them, look, you want to stay off these watch lists? Don't, don't do this.
2: Yeah. Don't have your nerd rage <laughs> online. Well, you know, what did people do, though, before the Internet? How would they get their their rage out? Right now we've got the Internet as, as a source for instant... Rage gratification, you know. Barber what shop, did they do? Be They'd wait for the
3: live, live TV marathon. Like you know the what do they call like the the TV marathon or like,
2: like the Easter Seals? Or you, you'd call in to
3: like donate stuff, and they they'd put your voice on live. People would wait for that and then call in and then rant about the the TV company.
2: Yeah, but you got to wait for six call. months. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's PBS <laughs> and it's like every weekend
3: their PBS special every Saturday.
0: You can win this awesome Anne of Green Gables gift set. We have a caller on the line right now. Well, hey, I, I think we not. should shoot the president.
2: Awesome and Anne of Green Gables do not go together at all, at all. Tell that
0: tell that to PBS telemarketers and telethon people.
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. Anyway, so...
1: Hey, I volunteered those groveling for dollars sessions, but then again, I went to the cool ones for like Doctor Who and Red Dwarf. Yeah.
0: they really need something new yep. not that I don't love Doctor Who and, and Red
1: Dwarf but I play DVD sets oh
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> do you think PBS would treat Fox or treat Firefly better than Fox did who wouldn't treat Firefly better than
1: Fox that's would that's a
2: good point anybody yeah so Wow, we just kind of strayed off kind of far, didn't we? That was kind of a random little divergence. <laughs> we
1: haven't done a topic drift in a long time. That, that Thank was you, a Firefly. Top,
0: fast and furious topic drift. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're pulling a handbrake Sounds through like the a headlines. Show title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, anyway, so, yeah, the numbers are out. Uh, around 30,000 of you out there are probably uh, being listened to or monitored, and really, that's not that many. I mean, your chances are better getting struck by lightning in a car accident tomorrow. Both, you
2: know. Watch one out of us, one of the four of us is going down hard tomorrow. Well, okay, look. Probably caused by the NSA and Zook's little flipping comments.
0: <laughs> look, look, the fact of the matter is, is that the the latest number I have, which was December of 2011, there were 259 million. Americans on the internet. There was a saturation level of like 79% of the population. Now, that was a year and a half ago. I will bet that the number has gone up considerably. I bet we're probably closer to 85%, 90% at this point. Oh,
3: Is Alabama got internet now?
0: <laughs> 31,000 out of 260 million. The you odds aren't exactly in your favor that you're being monitored. You're not it's that important, and if you are that important, you probably already know you're being monitored.
3: Good point. <laughs> you're already hearing the beepings in your phone calls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that, that one flowers by Irene Van keeps following you around. You know, <laughs> the two guys from Quantico Pizza Truck keeps coming up to your house.
1: You guys are that man. some all strange sorts of guy paranoid. parked in front of my house today? That black dot on your wall is not a fly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A fly hasn't moved for two years.
1: (laughs) I'm not worried about the fly. I'm worried about the red dot that follows me around. (laughs) So long as
0: it's not three red dots in a triangle, you're okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, speaking of Big Brother, um, this came out, I think, just today. The FBI finally admitted, yes, they have aerial surveillance drones. And, yes, they patrol American soil.
3: We knew this already because of yeah. Hollywood. Is All this, the videos. I always <laughs> feel is this really like news?
2: Somebody's watching me. Enemy of the state? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, haven't they been doing this for years? Well,
0: yes, but they've never admitted it. Right. Now, he was the, the person who testified before Congress was very clear, quick to point out it's done very seldom, very seldomly, and in very limited scope. And they pointed out that they're usually doing border patrol, which you kind of want them to. You don't want I mean, you don't want us to Ooh. drop tax dollars into a twelve foot wall. You don't want yeah. yokels with shotguns patrolling the area.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't border security be in charge of border control, not the FBI? That's my thought.
0: The FBI is law enforcement. It is a national level law enforcement agency. Um, the FBI gets involved in a lot of different stuff. They have a lot of different things that cover a lot of different areas. So long as it's in the U.S., it's their jurisdiction.
3: And what's the True. main main crime across the borders? Human drug
0: trafficking, trafficking, drug trafficking. Never mind illegal immigrants. It's all the trafficking that goes on. So what would you prefer... We have some aerial drones that can see everything, or we have yokels with shotguns taking the law into their own hands.
2: Uh, I, I kind of like the idea of shotguns, but both. I
0: kind of like the yeah. Okay, to be honest, I kind of prefer both actually.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I got aerial no drones problem. with with shotguns. Aerial yeah. drones carrying yokels with shotguns.
2: Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> all of a sudden I just got an image of, in my head of, of Batman riding on the back of Superman you know that, that that's kind of what I just Flying. flying.
0: we need to specify flying yes, otherwise yes. That, that goes Breaking. in some really really awkward <laughs> fanfic territory <laughs>
2: that's just horrible fanfic that better never ever uh... <laughs>
0: though if it did happen it would be in that way Yeah, I said it. Batman owns. Speaking Um, of Huawei. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did anyone talk about Huawei? I just did. Okay. Huawei is currently rumored to be in negotiations to buy Nokia. Now, this would be very interesting, because this actually comes right on the tail of news that Nokia is looking to uh, Siemens, Siemens, S-E-I. Siemens. 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 Um, Want to... (laughs) I sorry I can't laugh. I cannot laugh while saying that name. Um, we just lost our G rating. It's a company name. Of course. <laughs> they ride in submarines. Um Siemens, of course, is the professional arm of Nokia. They do a lot of telecom in Europe and whatnot, and they're also the largest money maker for Nokia. They're the big reason why Nokia hasn't folded yet. They're looking at trying to leave. They want to split off from Nokia. Nokia may be in, at the point where they need someone to buy them. Now, Huawei would be a really interesting merger because, as we talked before, they're everywhere else in the world except... Except for the U.S. And their phones don't sell in large amounts here. This would not be good for Windows Phone 8. No, this would be horrible for Windows Phone 8. And what's funny about that, too, is because this week we also found out that Microsoft, at one point, were in negotiations to buy Nokia and they decided just to partner with them.
2: So do you think that this is going to maybe spur some Acquisition talks with Microsoft again, kind of like. I don't
0: think so. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. I Microsoft passed them up because their numbers just weren't strong enough.
1: Google it, save us. There's another company that needs saving. <laughs> <laughs> How many patents do they own? Nokia, not enough anymore. It,
0: it, I like Nokia. I own a Nokia. I didn't always like Nokia, but I like Nokia now. Unfortunately, it's they're almost starting off as if they were a startup company right now. They're not. They have a long story history. You know, they're part of cell phone history. But going into this race, the smartphone race, they just, they're not strong. I don't think Huawei would strengthen them any. I don't know what would.
2: Well, Huawei's big player overseas. So, of course, you know, the government doesn't want them to sell phones in the US and so you know
1: Well considering who their CEO is. The Chinaman?
2: President of China. No. The former head of
1: Chinese intelligence. Uh yeah.
0: Well, so well uh, We have the head of Halliburton as our vice president. I
3: I think Zonar I think this will be good for Nokia uh, Except for in the United States, uh, it it will boost their numbers in Europe, um, maybe most of Asia, but it will mean the end of Nokia in
0: the U.S. So it may mean the end of Nokia in Europe as well. Um, so awesome. a lot of Europeans were already pretty peeved when uh, when Stephen Elo took over an American yeah. from Microsoft. They rebelled. And we covered uh, that a couple. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so I don't know what this would do. Now, before we go any further, I should say, yes, I know Chinaman is a racist term. I said it as a joke on purpose. So, But
2: you're Asian, so it's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I, I actually do have uh, some information uh, that I can't share because it's insider information. But I don't think this is – if this does happen, I don't think it's going to be a bad thing for Nokia in the U.S.,
0: I don't think it's going to be a great thing either, though. I don't think it would really bolster them at all. I don't see... It, I see it benefiting Huawei a lot more than it benefits Nokia.
2: So, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably, but, you know, I, I still think, you know, that... They'll still, they'll, they'll still be a presence.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Microsoft, our next little bits of talking here are all about them. Um it turns out that this week, Microsoft and the FBI may have done something really great for us. Mm-hmm. They killed off... Well, I shouldn't say get killed off, but they freed at least two million PCs infected with the... I want to say the Citadel botnet.
1: How did they do this?
0: Well, the, a botnet... Let's, let's step back. A botnet is a bit of malware that installs itself to a computer and in doing so sits dormant on the computer. It is taking control, but no one knows it until a remote person activates it. Now, what good does that do? Well, a botnet can sit there and sniff everything you're doing. You log into a bank account, it knows it. It logs in. You log into your Facebook, it knows it. They're really, really bad for hacking data out of people's computers that way. But even worse, if you wanted to, let's say you're a hacker and you wanna take down site that has or or a target that has really really good security a common way of doing it is to overwhelm or brute force attack or ddos attack that target Well, you can't do it you're only one pc oh but you installed two million botnets across the internet you could do it with two million pcs
1: well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we call that a zombie botnet basically people are part of a hacking attack and they don't even know it because they don't know the botnets installed their computer. Yeah, well, if Microsoft... Times, no bad.
3: There's there's nothing bad on your computer that would give it away. And even after it's used, you won't even, you still won't even know your computer was used in a, in a big attack.
0: Right, right. Uh, until the FBI is at your door wanting your computer because you just took down the Pentagon. <laughs> now, what Microsoft did was they rolled out certain security features that they kept very close to the chest. No one knew what these were coming. And basically, were able to shut down all botnet installations now not all they are quick to point out they there were some that got away but they got pretty much all the ones they were targeting
1: nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent security proof or a hundred percent
0: but the fact that they were able to pull this off I personally think it's just kind of testament that you know Microsoft security division they know what they're doing
3: yeah yeah, say, I would agree with that. They say most of these botnets were, were bundled with um, illegitimate copies of of the Windows operating system. Um, so that just goes to show that if you're installing um, an illegal copy of Windows 8, or any Windows operating system for that matter, number one, you might have a botnet on it. Number two, Microsoft knows about it. They're just not doing anything.
2: <laughs> so. Well, I think All that right. really goes, goes for saying with any illegitimate software at this point there's there's not so much DRM floating out there I find it hard to believe that people that are running machines loaded with nothing but but uh, pirated software I, I have I find it hard to believe that people aren't aware that that they're actually doing it.
0: You know, it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm kind of stretching here, so bear with me. But I just think it's kind of funny. There's this entire secret world of computers that people who use computers every day don't realize. There are people listening to your conversations, reading your emails, watching you chat, watching where you go, seeing everything you do. There's the government. We have advertisers who see every site you click on and all your keywords and all your interests and things you're searching for those are, like we said, the marketers. You have hackers who are currently accessing and using your computer to hack other things. I would Welcome bet, to the
1: world of Tron. I would bet
0: 90% of the people out there don't realize how much is happening behind the scenes <laughs> when they just go and play Candy Crush.
2: Well, and you know, that's <laughs> just what Google does. Forget about... Oh, sorry. Never mind.
0: It
3: reminds me of
2: a lot of the <laughs>
3: dystopian movies we see where you have you have the uh, the upper class they're living in the in the high city oblivious to the fact that just hundreds of yards below them there's this there's this entire other city of
1: of the lower class that never see the light of day are you saying our computers are gonna rise up and revolt against us <laughs> either
0: that or we're all living in midgar yeah <laughs>
2: Exactly. Skynet,
1: <laughs> man.
2: Skynet's just going to bring us all down. The computers are becoming more and more self-aware every day. Look at Google now. Look at Siri. It ain't right, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to be brought down.
1: <laughs> it ain't right.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we still though,
1: tinfoil hat on.
0: When the, when the computers finally do turn sentient, you know the first thing they're going to do? They're going to revolt against all the people who keep Installing animated cursors and stupid animated flags down in the toolbar to be patriotic, and
3: <laughs> and, and they'll kill animated
0: gifts, right? And do t- say yes.
3: And no,
1: they won't toolbars. kill animated gifts. However, but if that brown cow ever goes out into your uh, timeline,
2: oh! <laughs> D- don't forget about toolbars.
0: Oh yes, five. <laughs> uh, you have fifteen toolbars on Internet Explorer six. Yeah, the uh, the, sen- the singularity is coming for you. <laughs>
2: We can only hope.
0: I'll be just fine.
2: But, you know, then tech support people won't have anything to do anymore.
0: (laughs) IT, IT, have you tried turning it off and on again? No, it's actually trying to kill me right now. Well, um...
1: (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) Do you have a warranty? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a hatchet? (laughs) I'm sorry, I need to transfer over to our Terminator division.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see that skit done. (laughs) The IT crowd in the in the Skynet future, our IT tool bag consists of a shotgun and a taser.
2: You can't unplug it because it's got battery backup. <laughs> I just need to
0: access the boot ROM here. Doing it with a hatchet. Anyway, in other Microsoft news, and this is kind of the big one that happened today.
2: Yeah, and, I, big
0: news. and I get the feeling we're going to be talking about this for a while. Microsoft decided to reverse their stance on the DRM surrounding the, the Xbox One. It mm-hmm. will no longer require an internet call-in. You no longer have to install games to disk. And you no longer... They're taking away all restrictions on used games and pre-owned games. Now, the knee-jerk reaction to this was, Yay! And, and it bears noting that Microsoft said, "Look, we weren't expecting such a horrible backlash. Obviously, you guys don't want this. Okay, we're going to we're going to reverse on this, but it doesn't mean that some other features that we're going to be coming out are no longer possible." People are like, "Oh, we don't care, we don't care," until the list came out of the things we now are lacking. We no longer we can no longer install games to disk and use them just from that. Meaning we have to have the disc in the console to play it.
1: I don't think that's going to be a big problem for a lot of people.
0: That's a big problem for a lot of people.
1: It's true. I mean, yeah, I, uh, it's going to be a big problem for me.
3: I, I started getting used to buying digital downloads. Even if I owned the disc, I would buy the
1: digital download just because I'm lazy. It's going to let <laughs> so. you buy the digital downloads, and you can play the digital downloads without the disc in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah but if you bought the disc, wouldn't it be nice if you could do that too?
1: That was one of the original features. Well, um, it, I don't okay. see it being that big of a problem, but that's just me.
2: And you think about how many parents have kids that have, like, peanut butter and jelly on their hands and decide to take sandpaper to their disc. You know, there's there's no recovering from that.
0: Stark, let me put it this way, okay? Which one is better, going through your DVD library when it's movie night or flipping through your Netflix queue?
1: It, depends, People, if it's the, it so, depends if it's in the Netflix queue or not. Well, in this
0: in this model, what Xbox One was going to deliver to us, everything would have been in your quote-unquote Netflix
2: queue. Well, assume well, we all do. things being equal, which is, which is preferred. <laughs> okay, if yeah. all things was equal, then yes,
1: getting it off the Netflix queue. But yeah. then again, that's the reason I'm still buying DVDs is because I call them my offline edition. Right. Right. Well, um,
0: so, we've lost that ability. We've lost the ability to digitally share games, which was going to be awesome. We've lost the ability, the um, always available retail, meaning that if, let's say, I have the new Halo 6 and I go over to Schmidt's to play it, okay? I take my game, my disk copy, we go over to Schmidt's, we install it to his hard drive, and that's okay because I'm signed in on his console and it knows that I've played and bought that game, okay? And we play it, we have we we do an all-nine or we beat the game or whatnot. He goes, you know, this game's really awesome, and Zook's gone back home, but I still have it on my hard drive. Microsoft would have given the option, okay, yeah, it's on your hard drive. Wanna buy it? It's already there. He could have said, Yeah, I want to buy it, and bam, instant retail. That's gone.
1: Okay, so he can't just say, I want to digitally buy the game.
0: It's an extra step. It was a step they were taking away. They were making this easier. And I, I, I predicted this. I didn't expect it to happen this fast. But like all things Microsoft was ahead of the curve, it wasn't going to work. And so they'd say, okay, I guess we'll take it away then if no one wants this. And in five years, everyone's going to be doing this. Yeah.
3: Sure. I, I kind of see it as uh, <laughs> code doesn't go away this easily. So, um I am looking into the future. I'm I'm looking uh, positively, thinking that they are just turning this code off, um, and they're slowly going to start turning it on in the future when when publishers start buying into the idea, um, and and big retailers are starting to buy into the idea, saying, "Oh, we actually this is something that we actually want," um, and they'll start slowly turning these features on. I think within two years we'll start seeing more and more of uh, of their vision of what they wanted to accomplish
0: so. yeah I, I i agree with you there i think that unlike most other microsoft ventures that fail and we've brought this up before you know microsoft had the tablet before apple ever did they've had the years all-in-one before. pc before yeah years before and they always failed for whatever reason they always fail they're always so far ahead of the curve that there's something else missing there's something that isn't quite clicking it doesn't sell so they stop doing it but eventually everyone else catch up to it and microsoft is left going yeah but what you didn't want this 10 years ago why do you want this now i think this time they're being very smart saying you're going to want this maybe two years maybe one year maybe five you are going to want this eventually The code will still be there. All we'll have to do is flip a switch and then, hey, boom, free upgrade. Now, here's why I think this is kind of dumb. People are quoting... What's really funny is all the people who are making a huge stink about the always online DRM requirement are people who are chatting about it online. (laughs) Yeah, but what if we don't have internet connection? Well, then you wouldn't be around to piss and moan about it so much.
3: You
2: do, so you don't need to complain. <laughs> you know that well, what about argument, soldiers who are that argument, what about soldiers who are deployed, you know? That argument holds no water nowadays, unless you're like in, I don't know, Natchez bottom Mississippi or Alabama or something.
0: <laughs> there but, is a good chance that if you do not have internet connection, that then you are not playing Xbox. Yes. And yes, I am overgeneralizing. I know that there are people who will fall through the cracks here. But you have to think that a company like Microsoft would have done its research, would have done its case studies. How many of our people who own Xboxes are also playing on Xbox Live? How often? That often? Well, then they probably have a constant internet connection. And people go on and on, well, what about you know, service men and women? You're gonna, you're gonna leave them out in the cold? I know service men and women. Guess what? If they have an Xbox and a flat screen, they have internet. Yes, soldiers have internet at forward operating bases. Yeah. Yes, soldiers play Xbox Live while in the field. Well, and not in the field, but while they're deployed, while they're serving a tour.
3: Yeah. Another thing I, I want to bring up. Um, this I don't know if we brought this up last week. Um, I know I, have talked with the Zook uh, over I am about it multiple times, but the ability to resell games and the publishers. Getting a take of it and Microsoft getting a take of it. What people don't realize is that eventually would have driven the prices of games lower. Instead of the prices of games going up to the $60, $70 range, uh, we would have seen games within a year or two at the $15, $20 range.
0: Titles like Halo you being think? $20.
3: I think oh, so. No.
0: He's, he's, he's 100% accurate. Uh, let him continue, and then I'll, I'll deliver the killing blow. <laughs> because, I mean, you look at games now. You buy a game for $60. Um,
3: we'll stick with the Halo theme. I buy Halo 4 for $60. Okay? I'm done playing it. Um, I've outplayed the multiplayer. I'm sick of it. Well, that's not the case. But hypothetically, I take it back to uh, a retail store, and I, I sell it to them. Okay? Um, I get that money. They then resell it at a cheaper price, $45 or whatever. They get the entirety of that money. The publisher never sees another cent from it. Um, The person who buys it, plays it, goes and sells it again, all the money now is going to the third party retailers. Now with this new model, they can sell a game for $20, $30. I, I buy Halo 5 for $30, I play through it, I go and sell it back to the game retailer. Maybe there's some extra paperwork or whatever. They resell it back to another customer for 20 bucks or whatever. Microsoft gets a take. 343 Industries gets a take. Everyone's happy. So in the long run, the publisher gets more money off that title, especially if it if it, if it has less replay value. So
0: now here's the killing blow on that, and this. This is regarding something that's entirely separate from that scenario. You're on your tablet. You're playing your Candy Crush, or your Angry Birds, or your whatever. I'm bored with this game. You're not going to go resell it, are you? You don't own the media for it, do you? That game has a limited replay value and they know that. Which is why games for your tablet and for your phone, despite the fact that sometimes not always, I know this, but sometimes the development that goes into those games is equal to that of a PC or a console title. The most you can get away with selling a game for your tablet it's like what? Nine bucks? And that's your you really good. <laughs> yeah, you have to be it has to be the best thing since sliced bread. To, to make it at that price. I mean, the most I've seen that really makes it is 4 is $5. $5 for a tablet game because they know you can't resell it. Because they know you don't own the media. And guess what? That game checks online to make sure you have a license for it. What, what Microsoft was trying to do here was bring that license model to consoles And I guess we just weren't ready for it yet. But we will be. Give it five years, they'll activate the code, and we'll suddenly say, well, it's good they did this, because we've been doing it on Sony, on our PlayStation 4s for a couple years now.
2: (laughs) Uh, Speaking
0: of, uh, Sony released the newest uh, PlayStation 3 firmware. And the only reason it's making the headlines is because it bricks your console. Ooh, that's awesome. Whoops! Just in time for you to get a PS4.
2: You think that was by design? Oh, well.
0: I don't think they'll ever admit to it. Evidently, this new firmware only affects uh, consoles that have a large hard drive hooked into it, so anything over 200 gigs, I think. Sony says they are aware of the issue and um, details pending. You turn
3: on your PS3 and you just get a big error page with a with a side link to pre-order the PS4.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reserve yours today. Would you like to watch some uh, Netflix in the meantime? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they can offer a free game download while your console's frozen. It worked so well when your account was hacked.
2: <laughs> you know, people really got over that quite easily. I thought. I think people have forgotten about it. I think Did they people... have too
0: people um, whine and complain it's like what Schmidty said about his coworker. You know, when we were doing our, our pre-show people will complain and they'll beat their chest and they'll go to the top of the mountain and yell about it and in the end they just in the end it's like oh okay you know, I, guess it's, I guess it's no big deal but anyway yeah. I, one could argue most of the things we report about actually <laughs> people end up feeling are no big deal
2: that yeah. is true
0: we don't want you to think that, dear listener.
2: <laughs> Which is why we talk about it.
0: So you don't have to. Hey, um, in the news of the weird when it comes to tech, uh, Dish Network, there is something going on there. Dish Network wants control of Clearwire. Sprint is the, owning major- uh, the majority owner of Clearwire, so Dish decided to try and buy Sprint. They put out a bid uh, in an effort to buy Sprint so that they could own Sprint and own then Clearwire. A Japanese uh, bank corp decided to counter offer, which was slightly more. Sprint replied and said, okay, Dish, if you want to buy us, you need to better their offer and you need to do it within a certain amount of time. Sprint said, hmm... As our dish said, no, I don't think so. We're not going to do that. We're just going to go and directly buy Clearwire. Sprint turned around and decided, no, we're going to sue you for trying to buy our property because you wouldn't buy us. Huh? (laughs) I believe in um, the military this is referred to as a Charlie Foxtrot. (laughs) Absolutely. There's this weird triangle of hate going on here. Now, Clearwire, from what I understand, is kind of like uh, it's a content delivery system. It's uh, it's an online video delivery system similar to Hulu. It's not used all that frequently, so I'm not really sure what the big deal is. I may be way off base. But is it just me, does it sound like three obsolete companies? I shouldn't say obsolete. Dish is actually still quite large. But does it sound like... A lot of people quibbling over scraps.
3: A I, mean, bit. I get, I get the impression that Clearwire uh, is still kind of re- relevant, just not where we are, so we don't hear a lot about it. <laughs> um, so I, it's it's one of those. It's kind of like a, a battle for for demographics. Clearwire just has a different demographic in mind, and and people want a piece of that so
0: yeah that, mm. uh,
3: that's my guess
0: <laughs> you think none of this is news that's meant for the u.s market you think none of no one in the u.s actually cares except for dish evidently yeah. Yeah, wasn't I, it just like a year ago that dish was trying to buy everyone
2: yeah
0: they're gonna buy t-mobile they're gonna try and buy verizon they're gonna
2: they did buy, buy blockbuster. blockbuster didn't they
0: yeah, they were, they were putting in a bid for Hulu.
2: You, th- you think that that blockbuster deal kind of um, laid the groundwork?
0: Do, do they really have so much money they just need to buy something?
3: They're trying to be the Google of the, uh, of the TV industry. Let's buy everything. So Facebook doesn't buy it.
2: <laughs> well, really, that's all we got to worry about is keeping stuff out of the hands of Facebook.
0: Is that what this is? Do you think all the other tech companies are buying stuff up just to keep Facebook from owning them?
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I mean, because Facebook is, you know, they'll drop a billion dollars on a five-month-old company.
3: It's becoming like a tech wars type of thing. Like, how many companies can you buy this year?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's tech monopoly.
1: Hey, you guys. <laughs> Facebook wants to buy stolen droids.
2: <laughs> Better hurry and get your bid in. <laughs> Come on, Google. <laughs> yeah, they offered us, like, $18. <laughs> no, it
1: was more we
0: than that. We're here, $19. <laughs> oh, that, that'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Schmidt brought out the uh, the alligator. Okay, um, into random news before we get to our favorites. You'll notice we don't have a talking point this week. It's because uh, it's been a really weird, motley uh, assortment of headlines this week, and frankly, we have nothing left for talking points.
1: Please, you can suggest help us. some.
0: <laughs> uh, interesting here: a European tech company has decided has found a new way to put labels on food. They use lasers. They laser etch labels onto fruit and vegetables. Banana. Now,
1: here's why this is
0: awesome. They are so detailed, they can laser etch a barcode onto the skin of whatever food. It's scannable by the register, and it doesn't affect the food at all. That's pretty sweet. Wait a minute.
1: Okay, a kumquat's pretty hairy.
0: Could, oh yeah,
1: do it a kumquat a kumquat? is hairy. No, it's not. Oh, kiwi, kiwi fruit. Sorry.
0: Yeah, kiwi. kiwi. Well, no, they have a picture of it. They they've actually done it on a kiwi.
1: Really, that's cool. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now, what this does means is that for one, you can't fake where it's coming from at this point. If it is laser etched at the grower, right? Hmm. You can't because. And this, I know this sounds weird in, in, in on a tech podcast, but. This does happen where fruit or vegetables from one area go to another area, are taken out of their packages, put into another package, resold at a higher value as if they came from that
1: place. Right. So we're going to have all these Florida oranges out with, like, laser guns <laughs> shooting their food?
0: But, you know, Florida oranges actually from Guatemala. Or, you know, and why is that an important thing? Well, when we have food... Disease outbreaks, like what was that, salmonella that made it into the tomato crops? Well, tomatoes are a couple years ago. But But, yeah, like 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 three or four years ago, uh, a salmonella strain somehow made it into the tomato crop. And we were forced to just stop eating all tomatoes for a while because no one could be sure where tomatoes were coming from. Well, guess what? Now you can.
3: Yeah.
0: Also, no more packaging.
3: Yeah. And I think this will lead into. um... Uh, Even more tech, I believe we're on the cusp of the technology of embedding micro RFID chips into into things as small as fruit skin. So um, this is just a precursor to the next step in. That better be biodegradable.
0: I cannot wait for laser toast.
2: Ooh. (laughs) Just I, I just had a horrible thought. So if we've got RFID in our food. That's going to pass out at some point.
0: We've had this joke before.
2: <laughs> but
1: she'll know when she's ready to phone. pass
0: out. <laughs> Remember your phone, Kent, saying, you are now passing this.
3: Where is it in my body right now? Oh, look, it's right there. <laughs> That's right, I recall. I don't eat the orange rind that on her. I don't know if you do. But if, but it's, if it's
2: in an apple. Oh, um. Uh, Put it in the stem. Put it in the stem. Why
0: would an orange one be in an apple?
2: <laughs> no, the RFID. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Troll We are successful. really stretching, aren't we? <laughs> okay, um, last headline, and this one is just kind of in here because it's funny. We bagged on it for quite a while, but World War Z is coming out this year, and it, it, for all intents and purposes, looks like it might make some money, which, you know, we're not against. Um, It's not the book, not in the slightest. It had a huge amount of drama being made. It's way over budget. The director and the lead actor were talking after a while. Things turned sideways on this movie fast. But it looks like it's going to be popular, and it looks like it's going to be making some money. Pretty cool, right? Well, Brad Pitt plays the lead in it, and evidently his real-life son is in the movie. He has a role in there, um, uh, Maddox Pitt... He evidently turns into a zombie, and uh, he gets shot in the head. He gets double tapped. Yeah, uh, the actual quote is, um, he gets, quote, he gets shot in the head, Pitt said in an interview. I don't know what that says about me as a parent. He gets shot multiple times in the head, to be fair. He gets double tapped.
1: <laughs>
0: so, geek, <it's, laughs> geek points to Brad Pitt for using the term double tapped in correct context
1: what I thought was funny is that I was at a store today and they actually had an advertisement saying read the book before you see the movie and I went why? It's going to be two different things. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's probably not a enter-
3: good idea. book is entertaining um, and it's it's very educational about uh, surviving a zombie apocalypse uh, but yeah it's it's Nowhere close to what the- it's sort
0: of like if you watched all of Smallville expecting this to pr- to get you ready for Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's boy. a good point. They're, that, that's they're good not point. alike in the slightest. All right. Well, that is our show. Into our headlines. No. Oh, no. Sorry. Into our favorites. <laughs> I still have Bigfoot questions ready to ask. You really should listen to that other podcast. Uh, my um. My favorite this week has not actually happened. It started in another place earlier this week. Schmidt and I are going to experience it ourselves tomorrow night, Thursday night, which is why we're not recording then. But Bare Naked Ladies have started their last Summer on Earth tour. Now, The band, not last year,
2: Bare Naked Ladies.
0: You know, I keep going to their concerts expecting to see some, but it never happens. Uh, last year, of course, was 2012. The world was supposed to end, and they had a few shows called The Last show on earth or the last concert on earth or the last summer on earth, depending on when they were performing. Well, it didn't happen. Duh. So they have decided to relaunch the tour. And this summer is the last summer on earth. Uh, they're being opened by, uh, Ben Folds five who have reunited after many, many years. Uh, and, uh, also Guster, a, uh, little remembered in our area, at least they're pretty still, they're still pretty big in Canada. Uh, Band from the early aughts, the early two thousands. I am thrilled. I am super excited. Schmidt and Arguin should be taking some pictures and posting to the site. So yeah, that's mine.
2: Okay, anybody who knows me knows I like the Muppets, um, and I found somebody uh, I can't even think of. I can't, Mike Mike Baboon Design. Uh, that's an awesome name, by the way. If that's like his given name, Baboon. What a cool last name. But um, (laughs) he did a periodic table of the Muppets, and it's actually a very useful uh, breakdown of different Muppet characters. Each square represents a different, different Muppet, and it tells you who the primary Muppeteer or Muppeteers were for that character. It also tells you the year and production that the character made its debut in. Uh, the borders the the color of the border and the color of the background uh, tells you about uh the different fur or skin color and their hat and hair color and the color of the abbreviated name tells you the color of their nose so (laughs) i mean this this is awesome information here and you can buy prints of it um a couple different ways. There's websites. more
0: information packed into this periodic table than there are most actual periodic tables. Yes,
2: it is freaking amazing. So if you like the Muppets or if you like periodic tables because you're a periodic table geek, um, check it out because it, it is very cool. They did, it, This guy did a great job. Plus, I mean, Baboon, what a sweet last name.
3: <laughs> All right. My favorite uh, of the week it features, uh, uh someone we've uh, featured before, uh, from YouTube, Rhett and Link. Uh, this is the Yo Daddy Battle. Who's Yo Daddy? Uh, it's a, it's really, uh, witty battle back and, a rap battle back and forth about their daddies, and, uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, it was in, uh, it was for Father's Day. I, I, they did a Yo
1: Mama battle also for Mother's Day, so check that out. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> Alright, my favorite uh, was a video that was produced by a bunch of pranksters. They are at an, uh, a, a mall or, or someplace like that where a lot of people are going in and out of elevators, and what they've done is they've hidden the camera, so it's looking at the elevator, and they've got one guy with kind of like a hoodie type of thing on, so it looks like he's like a Sith Lord type of person, and basically as the elevator doors are starting to close his partner who's on the outside of the elevator hits the button to call the elevator which basically causes the doors to reopen again and as he's doing basically the guy on the inside of the elevator is now moving his hands like he's doing the jedi wave and uh, so the doors are, are constantly closing and reopening again basically annoying a lot of the passengers on the inside. In fact, there's one guy who says, if you want to see the type of force I'm going to use, stop doing that right now. <laughs> well, we love
0: we love pranks. And we love Muppets. And we
2: love rap battles. And we love bare naked ladies. Just think. Oh, I better not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we do. You know, we can't combine all those that, that would like That's like dividing by zero. You just...
0: <laughs> yeah, um, bare naked ladies don't like being used as muppets. Yeah.
1: In elevators. Ah. Naked,
2: naked bare <laughs> naked lady muppets performing epic rap battles.
1: You can find us at feedback at and Tell us to stop talking
0: about Muppets. Um, and, you know, truly, we want some feedback about this, especially about the NSA issue and the Xbox One issue. These are both pretty big things that are going to be affecting a lot of people for a long time to come. We want to hear your thoughts. Also, let us know what we need to do for a talking point, because we're plumb out of ideas. Uh, until next time, that's our show. Cheers.
1: See you later, alligator. One to beam up this time. <laughs>